Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Good day and happy Wednesday! And I just realized that I did not mention in the last episode that it was episode one of two that's coming out today! So yeah, there are two episodes out right now, and this is the second one. So go listen to the first one, that'd be great. Uh, today I'm talking to new friend Vinny, who, wow, has a, a lot of experience working in the industry, if you will. We talk about reality TV. Did I know Katy Perry almost had her own show on MTV? Like, girl, <laughs> y'all know I would watch that. And, you know... Success after working in the industry for 25 years, there's been a lot that Vinny has done, including winning an Emmy. A lot of pop culture references coming through and stuff like that. So let's get right into it, shall we? Well, welcome to the Sunshine Stephen podcast, new friend. How are you? Oh, how are you? Hold on. By the way, Bo. <laughs> Sorry he's like, about that. he's like, hey. He's like, oh, are we talking now? <laughs> right. He's like, what I'm doing great. <laughs> Gang's all here. Gang's right. all here. <laughs> How you doing? I'm Vinny. I'm from Brooklyn. I got two dogs. <laughs> you don't, you won't see them on camera. You may hear them behind me. Um, I'm an empath, creative. I need my dogs around me. They've been like my saving grace, and uh, I hope they feel the same about me. <laughs> I'm sure they do. And people that have listened to the show are used to Rose making her appearance and you could just hear oh, yeah, her gallop okay. in and being like, hey, yeah. oh, you're yeah, recording? Well, Now's the best time to say I want to play. So. I just wanted you to hear my toenails. Exactly. On the floor. I just thought now would be the right time. To- <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Dogs are the best, but the they sweetest. do. They just like to do whatever they want. Um, anywho. Like <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah, fully. That's what I always joke, and I, it's true. If, if reincarnation is real, I want to come back as like a spoiled dog that just gets to eat and sleep all day and like mess up people's podcast recording and still be loved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't want to be one of the, I, like I wouldn't want to be one of those like uh, Sarah McLachlan dolls. I go everywhere with you on the oh. airplane. <laughs> you take me all like like a, like a Paris puppy. Yeah, you know, no. I go, that I mean, I imagine that life as a puppy would be amazing, but I agree with you. I'm a little bit more, I'd be like a little bit more of a, of like a country dog. Yeah. <laughs> you went a totally opposite direction. You went Paris yeah. Hilton. I went Sarah McLaughlin, like, in the oh, yeah. Of oh, yeah. Sad. Like, yeah. <laughs> I take Paris over that. Yeah, <laughs> but, fully, yeah. fully, 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 fully. Totally bring the mood down. So let's bring it back up. Let's <laughs> exactly anytime. I have to look away. Although I do a point it out to my dogs, like, you see that? See? Shit on happens? the floor again. <laughs> like <laughs> I'll stop feeding you. I really won't. PETA, please do not go come on for me. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so thank you again yeah. uh, so much for taking time. I'm gonna yeah. pass it over to you um <laughs> and put the spotlight on you Thanks. and <laughs> let you um kind of give a rundown of who you are and what you do in life um because you know you better than anybody else and then we'll go from there hey oh well i appreciate that every oh. day i get to reassess who i am so today let's see my answer would be um so i'm, I'm a creative advisor I, I work with people to help them stand out in media whether they are business owners celebrities um uh personalities journalists such so 
really, really having an approach to what makes you stand out, what your real true life goals are, like the reason why you may be wanting to leverage your likeness or your expertise in media. And then I come up with an, a great sort of format to, to really embolden and embellish like the parts of you that you want to get out there. So for the last 25 years, a lot of that looked like casting hosts on TV, mm. um, putting, putting artists on television as, as themselves, a lot of unscripted programming from the Osbournes to Laguna Beach, the Hills, Punked, uh, Housewives of Jersey, a, a bunch of Bravo shows, just, just helping people stand out in their own way, understanding what their goals are and and really giving them a, a, a path of sustainability. I'm, I'm lucky to have worked with stars that are tremendously impactful still. I'm, uh, the same way I'm lucky to work with business owners from uh, a large, medium-sized companies to small businesses as well. Um, and, and I love the private side of, of media. I come from 25 years, well, I started in the, in the 90s in television during the cable boom. You look so I worked 12, on like, so I don't know how this is possible. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> but like I saw, you know, I worked at MTV in the late 90s. I, I saw Fox News get built and I worked on Hannity and Combs, which was a, a bipartisan show that toured the country. And I, just, I met people and then there was a tech side to me that understood data. So I was like a spreadsheet guy, a, a database programmer. Um, I was the, I was like the art, I, my major is arts and men. I was like the creative theater guy in the computer club, in the computer center always. Like I was the one that was like uh, scanning people's photos so that they had photos on their websites. You know, like I'm the one that when you got a computer, I was showing you how to rip your DVDs and your CDs. And like- We love those people because yeah, <laughs> not making, a lot of people- yeah, make a medium move, right? Yeah. yeah, make a medium move. And and it was that it was that hard skill of making media move. Um, I learned how to wire two VCRs together so I can edit just by pushing pause and record. And I used that system for 10 years editing VJ reels and every wow. the Ashley Simpson show, like all the things that I've developed in cast that I would go and shoot on mini beta. I'd connect my camera to my VCR and I literally would just have to live live edit you know, on a VCR. And um, for 10 years, I, I, wow. I did that until 07, which was really when the iMacs and iPhones really started making an impact. Um, but until then, you had to go into a big edit booth to get, you know, the finished product. So I found a workaround and, uh, and just having that technical skill really helped me with, with the ability to connect with so many creatives and sort of stand out in a way where I didn't know people. I wasn't, a, a prolific casting director. I had right. nothing on my resume other than I'm sure I, I can demonstrate to you. I know how to find creatively talented people, like creative arts, talented people back in the nineties, dancers, singers, musicians, actors, you know, I can, I, cause that's the world that I was, I immersed myself in, especially coming from New York, but also I could show you how to organize that information. And, and that was cool because that became that, that was a valuable insight for MTV. Yeah. And ultimately, yeah, ultimately, I got to help them launch the talent development department in the late 90s, which brought Mandy Moore to MTV. And we put uh, Beyonce in her first film ever and just uh, cast so many shows punked and got to work with the Osbournes to redefine their story and narrative, uh, helped Jessica finally become 
the cool it girl because she was up against Britney and Christina, who were that was tough. That was tough back then. Yeah. <laughs> Andy was sweet. Britney was Britney and Christina was Christina. You know, you yeah. were like, you had your Lauren and you had your Kristen Conrad. You know yeah. who was who, right? Jessica wasn't either one of them, and people just love to pick on her because she wasn't neither one of them. Yeah. But what MTV did right, I think, by her was create a 30-minute window where she could be the storyteller. We MTV was used to giving artists the ability to they were story artists have always been storytellers on MTV through mm-hmm. music videos. You know, MTV yeah. created a platform for music videos that weren't even a thing yet, and then said, now create music videos. Now we want music artists to be video artists and are extending the way that you can extend, you know, expand your story and tell your story. And what I got to be a part of at MTV was, was give the camera to the kids. Yeah. Don't give it to just a cel- at first it was celebs first, give the camera to Kelly Osbourne, give it to Jess, give it to Ashley. And then ultimately when I left MTV in 07 <laughs> for better or for worse, it was give it to the kids from Jersey, give it to those teen moms. Give, but, but it was it literally saw MTV culturally, shift from yeah. storytelling to storytellers and i thought that was a really neat thing to be at mtv at that point no definitely um hopefully nobody comes for me but what was beyonce's first movie i want to say carmen a hip hopera yeah it's carmen yeah. so th- there's a classic <laughs> i was like austin powers oh <laughs> i know but, but by the way right so but but it's fun funny that you mentioned that because i'm like wait so it was like my was the gig that i helped beyonce get on the real for Austin Powers was like, you know, oh, like you have right? a submission tape and you have, you know, yeah. you know what casting is, there's tapes. So the coolest part, first off, was I was not the casting director. There were two amazing casting directors that had worked on that. I was a casting associate in New York. It happened to be that she was auditioning in New York. So I was the person who ran the session. And to be in a room when, when Beyonce is auditioning, and I'll tell you, if you ever... If you ever have the opportunity to be to cast Beyonce in something, make her audition. Probably tomorrow. Like. <laughs> Runner through the rings. Yeah. Um, I saw an artist working, you know, I saw I saw a director working with an artist uh, about focus, eye focus, and breath support and carriage support. And then I've read a couple of stories. I think even in GQ, oh no, Rolling Stone, she had talked about uh, she learned character development. Uh, in that movie, Carmen the Hip Hopera. It was in and on set of Carmen the Hip Hopera where she created the character Sasha Fierce that she steps into when she wants to be, you know, I'm that, that character and, and that. steps out of. That's cool to think of. Like That is. That's, that's uh, I got monumental. to open the door for someone who taught her that, who gave us this. Like, that's the gift that keeps giving. And, and then, by, by the way, Mandy's first film, for us at least on MTV, was, drumroll please, Together. The boy band movie, that fake boy band movie that MTV did together. Do you remember that at all? I do not. <laughs> so it might, it might predate even then. It was like maybe early stages TRL back when like Carson was still hosting it. So okay. I don't know if that predates uh, your era of TRL, but <laughs> no, I remember, but I will admit it was very young. So <laughs> <laughs> not to... it happens. It happens. It's the weirdest thing is when I say. I talk about TRL like I think everyone knows it. And people are like, wait, what? We I'm were like, just what? talking about this the other day at work, actually. A whole bunch of us millennials were like, yeah. we missed that. That was a yeah. good time. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, you had each other at that time, 3.30 yeah. to 4.30. That's what you had. MTV had MTV was the gate, the timed gate, the old man that said, it's 3.30, it's time to get together. And yeah. then everyone did. Like that's And there's, there's a new app 
uh be real are you on be real yet no on that sounds media? fancy <laughs> you can only post once a day it tells you when you can post you have two minutes to post after it alerts you but and it takes a picture on the front and the back of your of your camera and the cool thing is is transparency it's 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 we're all experiencing no, this moment on the toilet at five o'clock today well that's the thing that's like <laughs> When they get you, the funny part is like when they get you and you're like, uh, now. I was not ready. <laughs> like, I'm in the middle of them. Like, we're going to have to do this now. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Um, Open heart surgery, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right? But but experiencing Instagram, for example, is something that we all do individually. But if Instagram were to say, all right, Reels Challenge, 5 p.m. Reels Challenge. Here's the Reels Challenge. You have five minutes to create it. That would create community on that platform like right. like no other. It would not be about the post. It would be like, well, what was your interpretation of it? Or or, right. or you saw yours after mine. Well, you, you got to wait. You always got to do everything I do. And that's my favorite part about being an early adopter is, is that you get the, the 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 ability to make the impression to um, have impact on someone else's creative future yeah I, I like that part so copy me take the ideas take them all you want i mean i give them generously for that reason note to self steal everything <laughs> steal everything pick it all up put it in my pocket steal it and take credit. No, i'm just kidding <laughs> i give it i give generously uh, there's no idea that i'm sensitive to um it's all about execution it's and and the person who does it and makes it that's that's where i think that I stand out in 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 TV and in multimedia just in general is is, is putting those collaborations together. There's they still exist. Yeah. And I'm a good matchmaker too, by the way. That's Which like is good. weird as a casting director. You get like you get good at that. I well I cast Millionaire Matchmaker and a bunch of those shows. Um see I brought Leah McSweeney to Bravo. She was she was originally a client of Patty's on uh, well I cast her to be a client of Patty's on Matchmaker the New York season. The fun fun times yeah that's what i i think um reality tv is such a i would say guilty pleasure because that's what a lot of people refer to it to but i'm like is it really guilty because we all love it <laughs> like it's pretty even before this i was watching reality television so yeah. it's it's such a great thing and i remember that time frame jessica simpson had my heart when she came out with edible um lotions and stuff that uh-huh. were, I was here for it. I remember being yeah. on the school bus and <laughs> being that closeted gay boy that was like hey girl anybody got some, you got lotion? some vanilla? oh it's a cupcake <laughs> scent that's I'm like licking it like oh a God, cat it's a cupcake scent totally. yeah it was yeah, oh like I, little it, glitter like little glitter yes it had spec- I was like ingrained <laughs> yeah. in my mind and then of course when the guy like the the guys on the bus be like oh that's gay and I'm like yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the lotion that makes me gay you're right exactly <laughs> that's what it is just because i'm see, it, gay. see you at the rally in five years guys right exactly no seriously where were you, you on january about my sexuality <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it really was though it was such a that moment in time uh, it, there's so many shows and mtv in particular too, that was just going on that was like this is defining a lot of people like generate, but I really did. It's funny that you said like it shifted. I did not watch teen mom or any of that. Like I stopped <laughs> around that time. Yeah. Um, Cause I was going yeah. into high school and I was going to be more serious. <laughs> and I was like, I want to watch this. 
Um, plus, I just love Jessica Simpson <laughs> so much. I was like, oh, mm. interesting. Um, That's funny. Well, there was a shift too, right? Like yeah. In, the, in, in 07, 06, there was then a big shift on um, uh, on television from from scripted, sort of almost back to scripted. I think a lot of pop culture, you know, if you look at like uh, One Tree Hill, for example, like Hillary went from Hillary Burton went from hosting TRL to being like the star of One Tree Hill, and um, I think that pop culture s- s- the, got elevated in a way where the narrative, the, the narrative of pop culture, got elevated in most broadcast channels. Cable, meanwhile, started booming. Bravo yeah. started doing Housewives. Until then, Bravo was like uh, the Paul Abdul reality show and uh, inside the actor studio, like you, the old school Bravo that we kind of forget about because it's been washed by Housewives um or that's whatever. true yeah something you know so there there's that 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 shift happens and uh but it, all that being said i'm lying i left <laughs> i left in 07 that's what changed no i'm kidding i can't take credit or failure for it but i left in 07 they when when ashley when the ashley simpson so got canceled um i tried to do the katie perry show and mtv was like she's never going to be a star she's she hadn't written that kissed a girl yet but she was dating uh, uh Travis McCoy. She was like a okay. practice crossover recording, and they were like, nah. "There was the Katy Perry show that was supposed to happen." Almost, almost shoulda, woulda, coulda. How do I, I not know this? Because that's shoulda, woulda, coulda. my one hundred percent. She's always like, "Thank you for not for not ruining my career by giving me a reality show on MTV." It ended up working out. It ended up working nicely. You know what? I remember I Perez really was there for like she she kind of he gave her. She, he gave her a really favorable platform at a point where, where that his blog and and where digital is really picking up where where TRL left off. So she mm-hmm. she found a nice niche. Um, also, I tried to hire uh, Pete Wentz to replace uh, Benji and Joel when they left All Things Rock, and MTV was like, Pete Wentz, he's not even the singer of the band. Ben, what are you? Maybe you're getting. Maybe hottest. you don't know anything. So like, what is? I'm like, it's Pete. What are you kidding? Yeah, me? like. I don't care what show it is. I would watch it. (laughs) Right? And then and then I really hardly ever really rarely say this out loud, but the straw that broke the camel's back it was a double one. One was I of newlyweds with Mm -hmm. Nas and Khalees. And I was really excited for that series to be. I was really excited to work with Nas. I was it was going to be a show that was gonna next level my career. And and also their public persona, and ultimately Nas got into un- worked out for them. They separated, and everything worked out for them the way it was supposed to. Right. I was really bummed about that, and it, it got bumped for a revival of a show that I had cast. So I was even more mad that I cast the show <laughs> to that they ended up bringing characters back, and then figuring out if they can bring it back. And that show was the hills and i was like oh man i can't be mad at like this successful something that i helped yeah you know <laughs> what i mean i'm like what oh yeah that's a great idea i that's a great but the straw that broke the camel's back with tila tequila they were like we went i was like wait didn't you just hear my whole story about beyonce and Mandy more and didn't i just tell you nod and like did you just hear i'm getting itchy Oh, <laughs> there's my. a Foxy Brown failure in there. There's some really big, fun successes in a fail. I tried to get a TV show where Lance Bass went to space. Like I was the one that was like, "Let's send him to space. <laughs> Let's make a TV show out of it." When that didn't seem like 
realistic. It wasn't, but they picked Tila. It, okay. Yeah, but then they went Tila Tila, and I was like, oh y'all, that's not like she doesn't even have a. She's the number one artist on MySpace with no music behind her. I'm not getting this. Like I'm not. And then like, it's so funny to think about this time because I'm thinking about yeah. what was like in my mind then. I was trying to do a spinoff with Ali. And I was trying to do a reality show with Ali and AJ. You know, yeah, Ali. You know, Potential Ali breakup challenge. Yes. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's. I, I will show you one day privately of the pilot that I shot of them writing the potential breakup song, which is like I get goosebumps at, um, and so much so that we were so heart. we were so close to doing. <laughs> I cast Ali and a, I cast them. They both were in um, my Super Sweet Sixteen, the movie. If, I don't know if that passed your uh, programming. That's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, that's that. There's a real. There's a movie out there. So I did. I almost ruined their careers, but I was like, "Please, who am I? this has got to be you? Who else is it going to be?" Yeah. Um. Uh, meanwhile, I cast that in Freedom Writers, like two completely different films about series. way different in the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Mario was so happy to get the phone call to be in Freedom Writers when we cast them in that. But Ali and AJ are like, "Oh, yeah, Super Sweet Sixteen, but we're going to get our own reality show on MTV." It was called Sister Act. Actually, I kind of I loved it. I was I was bummed that that didn't happen. Yeah. So those things didn't happen. And then I was like, you know what? It's becoming hard for me to work here because y'all don't believe in talent that I see. And my whole job is to find talent. So yeah. if you don't believe that I can do what I'm doing, then I'm not doing what you think. I don't know, whatever you think needs right. to be done. So, so it was time to go. And then I left. And then I found the Housewives of New Jersey and Millionaire Matchmaker and Chef Robley and Co. and Pregnant in Heels and all the all of those like sh shows for a decade. But I got to create the talent department and the cat departments at every TV network, at every production company. It was really cool to to help put structure to the creative yeah. process. That That's something I enjoyed doing. I think it's, um, I still can't get over the Katy Perry fact because oh, yeah, anybody that knows Stephen Rice knows that I'm a borderline obsessed. Um, but it's funny because if you look at her documentary that came out in mm -hmm. 2012 that I had, um my time getting 3d glasses to go see yeah. it was me and a bunch of 12 year old girls and i was crying the loudest um there was That's parts how i felt at harry styles last night not even joking i was like yo why is harry's house literally like 13 year i thought we were like i thought he was like mick jagger so why is it like just the 13 year old girls at this concert why? right now what are they missing i would I was, think i thought there was gonna be like a lot more days like, yeah i thought i was <laughs> like... a lot more friends <laughs> And my by the way, not I was really... even older than the moms that were there. That was about, I'm 45. And the moms were maybe late 30s. Their kids were like late teens. And I was like, oh, or mid teens. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like, even older is this than your make a wish? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, TRL, Osborne's newly, you know, half lives, anything like trying to look cool, TikTok, and you know, trying to look yeah. cool or whatever. But, uh, but that's okay. It didn't stop me from wearing my 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 boa, and then I finally took off my uh, the glitter uh, my my glitter headband, and I was like, yeah, it's okay to be. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Jessica Simpson's lotion. You still oh. had some. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I took that off. <laughs> it was too gay. A little, a little cupcake for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, working with Ashley was cool. Ashley, what a star! What a real, what a really cool artist experience that I got to have with her. I mean, she's like a real. Jessica is a real artist too, from a from a performing perspective. Ashley, from a writing perspective, what 
what I've seen her create was really cool too. It was super awesome to get exposed to that type of of talent. Yeah. It definitely, yeah. It, it, I'm sure it must have been scary at that time, though, to say, let me step away from what I know <laughs> and try to go somewhere else. So what was going through your mind, you said, around 2007? Oh, yeah, I was thinking, well, yeah, uh, it wasn't quite so scary yet because I didn't quite know what I didn't know. So I just oh, okay. knew this wasn't working out for me. What ended up happening was a writer strike, the big writer strike of like 2008. So suddenly all the actors were no longer working on films, which meant they were available to host unscripted TV shows. Yeah. So I was able to, to do, I, uh, uh, I, we streamlined and fast tracked a bunch of, of uh, what's the show? Uh, biography, mm-hmm. a series biography. I used to be really involved in that uh, on A&E. So suddenly there was a big access to talent. And that was like my unique qualifier was like, Anyone can get talent to promote a film, but I get talent to do like stuff, yeah. series and things, you know, things, not promote yeah. an album, promote a show. Like there's contracts. Which is almost expected. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's contracts. But for me, if, if I'm calling you, it's like, oh gosh. Or, about to ask and I really to want do. them to know, like, what's the opportunity? What's the weird platform that he's going to call me about that I'm going to be like, oh, that's the future of, of how they're building. Uh, you know, community, and this is why I need to be on this on this platform or on this TV. So I, I like that part of helping them out, and and I still get to work with a lot of my old friends, the people that I worked with before. I kind of fell into being a casting director after I became. So at MTV, I was really a get itchy. I was more of like a talent executive. I was like a at the network. I was. I was in the front line for maybe the first eight years of my career, but afterwards I was the guy who like would approve casting and I reality casting, you know, asking people personal questions about their lives. That's not like, even when I cast eighth and ocean, I didn't even have to, I didn't think I had to ask questions, but some of these cat now these casting directors, they ask a lot of questions that have to get asked because, because TV executives have to see it for their mm. eyes to believe it. There's no more. Well, they're going to do this, but we just didn't get it on camera. It's either right. they they did it or they didn't. You know, and uh, and casting's changed. You know, it's cool to step out of casting to make space for more people who should be and could be representing the people that they're picking now. And and that's a big reason why I stepped back from casting and then focus on podcasting. I'm trying to grow the next generation of podcast stars. I, I want to be in that group this time. So yeah. like a year from now, you know, when when you and I are in the top 100s and we're getting, you know, I see you at the Shorty Awards or whatever, yeah. whatever especially, you know, whatever those things, Instagram calls us in as like YouTube calls us in for like podcasters of whatever, LGBTQ podcasters who are making impact. Sign yeah. me up. Sign me up. LinkedIn does that for me, has done that already with me. And I, I, I love that I get to stand out and represent the category. Um. Because in television, that was my MO also. And I was very respectful in TV to never out anyone. But I was, but there are people who chose not to have out the personas. And I, it was an right. interesting place for me to manage. But when I got to MTV, I hate to say this, but I specifically went out and looked for people who would, who identified on and off camera. Because I knew there were, we were on television. We just weren't saying it. Yeah. And if I could make that change, if I could be that, if I could help Danny from Real World get on TV more often, so more people see what they know is a gay guy because he said he was, and then like, yeah, sign me up. I'll book Danny on anything I can on MTV 
because he's the face of what that looks like. Even to the point when I met TJ Lavin in like 1998, I met TJ Lavin on sports and music festival. He was just like the one athlete who stood out the entire summer, literally the coolest guy. He was always like, Vin, you have to be my bestie. Cause like, I need a gay bestie. Who's not going to steal the women from me. And I just love, like, I love the energy. And we had this like really inappropriate conversation that was so honest and, and well-received and, just between him and I, and when when it came time to cast the challenge, and they knew they knew it needed to be an athlete, I knew it needed to be TJ, because no one else like TJ would stand up for me as an ally and mm-hmm. support me the way that he was support as an athlete and do the things that he would. Right. I thought that was a really cool and to see him having that job 20, 20 years later. I was about to say yeah, something seasons later. Been, ridiculous. A, been a minute. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. Him to. Even Nick Cannon, I got I helped Nick Cannon get to MTV and and get Wild and Out, you know, uh, up and running and uh, and to see what he's done, just the longevity. So I I, I love that I'm ca- I cast like two old guys on on MTV. There's three: Rob Geerdick. I had nothing to do with him. He's the one <laughs> one third of the equation. I had nothing to do with, but the other two. So you're not fully <laughs> at all for all credit. three. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And by the way, all three of them at one point had a conversation with me about like I want to be the Carson Daly of you know the next generation. Like they all had this idea of like being the big brother and they yeah. stepped into it really nicely. That's awesome though. That's a, like you said, that spanned a long time for sure. One question that I ask all of my guests and that's what do you do that you're willing to share to keep your mental health in check? Oh, I love that. I share. I just share really generously. Oh, that's uh, right. Share. I was like, yeah, yeah. same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Share too. Yeah. Um, uh, both shares, by the way. Share in the 90 and shares now. Um, uh, yeah. Sharing. Sharing. Uh, uh, I ask for help. That's a form of sharing. I'm sharing an opportunity when I'm asking for help. I'm not, I'm not asking for help because I necessarily need it. I'm asking for help because I want it. That's, right. that's why I ask for help. I want it. Not because I need it. If I needed it, I would do it myself. That's right. just who I am. But if I want it, if I want, and I want to do it with you, then I ask for help. Um, you know, I normalize the the wins and the losses. That's something I had to work on. I used to strive really hard to find just like super neutral. So like, if my show was nominated for an Emmy, I'm like, that's okay. I'm a TV producer. It's supposed to be. Imagine yeah. I'm like, what a loser. Or if my TV show got canceled, I'm like, that's okay. TV shows got canceled. But it has nothing to do with me. I'm like, why aren't? So I just kind of protected myself because I yeah. had so much out- output. Um, so as I play around in this new space of media, this non-advertising driven, non-public sector of media, um, that's where I'm really mindful of it. Um, the, the mental space for me comes from avoiding advertising in podcasts so that I'm not committed to a schedule that's not mine, but still allows me to work with sponsors and partners. I'd rather have sponsors and partners than advertising. I don't want to get paid by making my audience watch someone else's commercial mm. that has nothing to do with my services or my time. And I try to make my podcast really short for the for the purpose of inspiring action. So like the last thing I want to do is a one minute commercial that's going to get them to go to your Right. Like there's other ways we can work. There's other, you know, the, so I might not do that, but I'll do a talk about it. But anyway, to answer the question, and then and then create. By the way, yes. just create. I make so much content that I don't share, and it's really healthy to create content that you don't share. I'm creating content for me. I'm figuring out angles. I'm telling stories that I want to tell. 
I'm not saying these are stories I have to share, but maybe when the right platform comes up, then I'll have you some have content. Yeah. Right now, I have a lot of footage that I've never aired. I'm, I'm putting it on TikTok right now as like behind the scenes of my creative journey. And that's literally what it is. It's just like I've been recording for 20 years and not airing, not not putting some stuff up there. It's really fun what I got. So now yeah. I've, been, I've been doing that. And that's been a, a unique way for me to show up on TikTok, which is not my my strength, but I am playing the TikTok game because it is number one social oh, platform. There's a reason for it. So yeah. You know, nod your head to that. Yeah. Definitely. Well, before we go, um, if you want to let everybody know where to find you, so your TikTok, social media, website, yeah, everything like that. Don't reach out to me on TikTok. I'm just like super starting and I'm sl- just so go LinkedIn, follow him. <laughs> yeah, right. Go, yeah. Play, by the way, please help me get to a thousand. I think that's what you're supposed to. I don't know. Uh, yeah. LinkedIn. Come say hi to me on LinkedIn. Um, I love working with friends. So say hi. What's up? Let's, let's start a chat. Um, I, I show people how to win awards. Uh, creator platforms that they should be on. Uh, I give them access to, to digital tools all through my website at vpe.tv. So five letters, vpe.tv. And uh, you'll be able to sign up for the Creator Hub for free. And and that's where I'm sh- showing people how to win awards and, and where to apply and how to apply and really setting them up for creative success. Which is awesome. Well, definitely. I'll link those down below. I always joke, but it's true. Some people are real lazy and they're like, cool, where's the links? <laughs> yeah, check out so, the notes. Check so out I'll the notes. Put it in there, the description. Check there. out the notes. <laughs> Prove me right or wrong. <laughs> yes. uh, again, thank you uh, for taking time and chatting. Um, I'll let you get some time back in your day. Stay safe out there. Thank you so much. Again. I would watch that Katy Perry show. Just say uh, Thanks, Vinny, for chatting with me uh, and enlightening me on all the behind-the-scenes stuff of some reality shows and Ashley Simpson and all that good stuff. For Mental Health Awareness Month, which it is, it still is, it's May, y'all, uh, I've been sharing quotes from famous folk, either real or not, that directly or indirectly deal with mental health for you to think about while you uh, do meditation each episode. For this episode, I have one from Shonda Rhimes, who has some banger shows. Uh, You are not alone. You are seen. I am with you. You are not alone. Shonda Rhimes. That's true. Just know that you're not alone. But if you are alone right now, it's okay to close your eyes and clean out your mind of everything and meditate for this minute ish because it's a little bit over a minute sometimes sorry y'all enjoy
Once again, I want to thank Vinny for stopping by and chatting entertainment, which is always fun, and pop culture and stuff like that. It's, it's a good escape, right? I also want to once again remind you that it is Mental Health Awareness Month, so be sure to take that extra, extra self-care moment for yourself or whatever makes you happy and get your mental health going in a good direction. And if you need a little bit more help or know somebody that does need a chat, maybe 988. Of course, you can text or call 24-7-365. Somebody will be there for you. Because like Shonda Rhimes says, you are not alone. There are people out there going to help you, will help you, want to help you. Let's all help each other. You can help me by following me at Sir Stephen Rice on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can also help me by sharing this podcast with your friends, everybody that you know, leaving reviews. Just spread the word. Spread the news. That'd be great. I love you. That was, like, so good of me. Uh, you can also follow Vinny, which <laughs> I put links down in the episode description. And go follow his journey as well, too, and see what he's up to. Because, yeah, it's always good. And hopefully you're up to good as well, too. Again, take care of yourself and relax. You can do this. You're not alone. Happy Mental Health Awareness Month. And stay safe out there. And until next time, have a fantastic day.